Should you listen to your story? What you what should you do with your story? Um, these are these are deep questions because if you listen to modern psychology and culture, in a lot of ways, what they do is they affirm your story, and they tell you like, oh, if your if your thoughts and emotions are saying this, that must mean something that like you have to take that seriously. Um, not not necessarily psychology is saying this, but like your implicit thoughts are saying this. So you have to become aware of like why. What is what? Why do I think that I have, I have to take this line seriously? Um, which is basically becoming aware of the assumption within that um, framework, that that structure, and deconstructing the structure by by doing this, becoming aware of the individual parts of the structure and stuff like this. But like. The the story, you know, I used to I used to have this idea that you have to like get rid of the story, just just absolutely undo the story. But I think I've got, I've come to this point where I don't think that's actually the absolute answer. Um, I think I think it's about recon, recontextualizing and and undoing the assumptions that create the story because the truth is is that the story. It it creates uh, understanding of the other world. But what you literally have to learn how to do is go counter to the what I'd call the natural story, which is like your thoughts and emotions, like and and taking those seriously. And so you have to kind of go counter to this so-called natural story. By questioning the st- the assumptions that create the natural st- story, and the assumptions that that make uh, that tell you that you have to listen to what this natural story what this natural story is, uh, and so I want to go kind of into this in in this episode. This might actually be a bit of a long episode. This might be one of those episodes where like I literally have to sit there for a couple of days and just kind of like do different segments, but we'll see how that goes. So. Um, you know, I talked about in the last episode that I just did, how, you know, we had this idea within our, our, our culture and our mind and stuff, our society and our, our, even psychology in a lot of ways to say we have to take our thoughts seriously, our emotions seriously. Not all psychology, perhaps not even most, but a good, uh, subsection of it and probably the most popular subsection of it. Um, that that people are kind of aware of. I suppose that would be the best way of putting this, right? But what I become aware of is that that's not actually the right answer in a lot of ways because the truth is is that there are thousands and thousands of thoughts every day that you have. And a lot of those thoughts come and go and you don't really pay them a whole lot of attention. And you don't really give them a whole lot of significance. And so... It begs the question, why do you give significance to these certain thoughts and emotions? Uh, what makes you think these thoughts or emotions are true? And why, right? Um, and so, like, you could have a thought that says, like, oh, um... 
Like, dogs are cool, you know, whatever. But that thought, you know, it's not necessarily going to be meaningful to you, necessarily. You're not going to pay it all that much significance, and you're not going to go like, oh, yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, maybe you'll think about it for a second, and maybe, like, less than that, and go like, yeah, you're right, dogs are cool, or whatever. Um, or you might think about, like, UFOs, or you might think about certain things, or whatever. But that's not, in, in uh, well... It might be in your case, but like, you know, there are going to be certain thoughts where you have that thought and you don't necessarily take it seriously. You don't necessarily give it significance. And so what you have to become aware of are the thoughts that you give significance, the emotions that you give significance. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why do I give these particular thoughts or emotions significance? And once you once you realize, once you uh, kind of deconstruct this question, uh, deconstruct this uh, idea that says that I have to take these thoughts and emotions seriously, and not even all thoughts or emotions, just particular ones, and why that would be, and stuff like this, you you start to become aware of how the story can very much lead you in wrong directions. Because the story is the story is is not absolutely wrong. The problem is the story gives you um, a way of understanding the world, but the problem is is the story is oftentimes um, something that is so kind of diluted, diluted not not diluted as in like you're delusional or whatever, but like diluted that. Because of all these thoughts and emotions that kind of make you less aware and they kind of give you less information and stuff like this, that you, the story is almost useless to you at this level. And so what you literally have to figure out what to do is, what you literally have to figure out how to do, what, um, what you literally have to figure out, what you literally have to do, <laughs> sorry. It's like what you literally have to figure out what you what do you literally have to figure out what anyways what you literally have to do is you have to like go counter to this what I'm gonna call the natural story um in a lot of ways which is basically questioning the sort of natural assumptions that you have that the story um because what's freaky actually it's freaky. Because what's what's uh really going on here? What's really why is really why the story is really the way that it is? Isn't actually because of the stories, because of the assumptions, and the structure kind of behind the story. Um, that give you know certain things significance. Like, so this might be hard for you to follow because it it, it kind of gets complex. But like, what I mean by this is like, you have certain thoughts throughout the day most of your thoughts you probably don't take all that seriously you don't you don't give too much significance to um and there's probably reasons for this like you're not aware of because a lot of this what would become very aware of is that like 99 percent of uh the inner workings of your mind and your brain are kind of like behind the scenes and i don't even i'm not even talking about unconscious that's not that's not even what I'm talking about at all. This is this is a little bit different than this because it's not about unconsciousness versus unconsciousness. 
Um, because you can become a conscious of it. If you can become conscious of it, is it really unconsciousness in the first place? But no, what I mean by this is that, like, you have a story. Like, let give an example, right? So you could have a thought that says something like, oh, I'm such a, a bad person. I'm so evil. I'm so lazy or whatever. Um, and you, you could be one of those people who take this thought seriously, or you could be not this person that takes this thought seriously. The question is why? The, the interesting problem, the interesting thing about these, um, taking it uh, seriously or not, elements is that 99% of those are behind the scenes. You're not aware of why you take those things seriously. Um... Or you're not aware of yourself even taking them seriously. You're not even aware that you're giving these things significance over other things. Uh, in a lot of ways, and it's freaky. And so you literally have to like look behind this natural story that's saying like, "Oh, I'm such a, I'm such an evil person. I'm so lazy. I'm so dumb. I'm such a failure." This kind of stuff. That's that's what I'd call the sort of natural story. The story has thoughts and emotions, and you take those thoughts and emotions seriously, and you give them significance. Uh. And so that's one level of awareness. You can become aware of that. That's that's kind of like what you call the surface level of awareness. Um, but there's a deeper level where you can ask yourself, like, why why do I take this seriously? Um, you know, why, why is it that I think that I must listen to these thoughts and emotions, these particular thoughts and emotions, because it's not even all thoughts and emotions. Like you could have a thought or emotion that says, I must, um, Follow God's orders, and if you're if you're not really all that concerned about doing that because you're not maybe even maybe you're an atheist or something, you're going to listen to that thought and you're going to go, no, that's dumb. That's dumb. What are you talking about? Um, right. And so you have to become aware, like why, what is causing this? Because and that's the story behind the story. You could you could call it like, like the meta story, because uh, on one level is what you call the sort of natural story, the surface level story, which is like, I am, I'm, I am this, I am that, I'm a worker, I'm a father, I'm, you know, whatever it is, right? And there's all kinds of things that you tell yourself, there's all kinds of things that you are uh, telling yourself to help you kind of navigate and understand the world and stuff like this. But then there's the level behind this where you you kind of cherry pick different things that are happening. Uh so that it fits this this natural story. But you're not aware of that. You're not aware of this happening. You're not aware of the fact that, like, of why, uh, and, and uh, you're not aware of the fact that you're cherry-picking these things. The other level of this, that's that's what you could call the meta story, the story behind the story, the the uh, the, the, the cherry-picking and stuff like this is happening. 
the other level is the structure behind these different stories. And the structure is like the why. Like, why do I take this seriously? What is causing me to take one of these thoughts seriously, but not, not another thought, right? What is causing me to... And so this basic structure that creates the stories um, influences, creates, and controls the current story. And so what you literally have to learn how to do is to become aware of the story, become aware of the natural story, because in some ways I don't think we've all, we're even all that aware of the natural story in some ways. Like, we're aware of it, don't get me wrong, but we're not, I'm not saying you're not, but like, we're not completely aware of uh, it in its entirety, and we're not aware of its its consequences, and so we can become aware of those things. And then we, 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 we must become aware of this sort of menace story, like, the cherry picking that's happening, the sort of level of, um, and I want to get into uh, deeper in this, like the examples and stuff that I'll give, but like there's like the meta story, like oh, I'm I'm ignoring this because like you know that doesn't fit my experience or whatever, and then there's the structure that creates the story, the why behind the why, the the why behind. The what, basically. The why behind the cherry picking. The why behind the significance. The reasoning behind the reasoning. <laughs> behind the reasoning. Um, and so, to give you like an example. Let's, let's, like, like, let's think of some examples here. So, let's think of, a, of, a, of, a, of a, an example like, I'm such a... Let's think of such a, an example like, oh... Let's say you have a thought that says, oh, I'm going to fail this test. You know, that's, that's a pretty common thought that you might have if you're taking a test or if that you've ever talked, taken a test or whatever, because I always talk about taking tests because it's, it's a common experience, right? And so you, you could then do one of two things uh, based on this, right? You can either say like, oh, you're right. I'm such a failure. I'm such a loser. Or you could go, uh, you know, probably prob maybe, maybe not, you know, whatever. Um, it's possible that I may, so if it, that's true, you know, you know, whatever it's, then you can kind of become constructive based on that feedback that your, that your mind is giving you that thought. Um, but if you, but let's say that you agree with this statement and you go like, oh no, you're right. I'm such a bad person. I'm such a failure. I'm a loser and all this stuff. We can go into the, the meta story, the big the sort of story behind the story of what's what's going on here. Um, so there might be past experiences where you failed and that was very uh, emotionally significant for you. And that's playing a role in why you're now engaged in uh, doing this, right? Engaged in, in, in saying this, engaged in going like, why am I such a failure? Like, how can I like event, uh, prevent this? I can't seem to ever prevent this. I'm such a bad person. You know, whatever it is. And these, there's these experiences that seem to back this up uh, or whatever. Or maybe there was a time where somebody told you when you're young that like you're dumb and you're not very smart or whatever. 
and you just kind of believe what they told you. Then there's the, that's kind of part of the why behind the why. Or that's kind of the why behind the story as well. But there's this structure as well that create that that is supporting all of this, which is um so this is kind of where we're getting to the more complex part of this because the structure is harder to tell to hard harder to see because oftentimes we focus so deeply on the content when it comes to the story. But like the structure is kind of like there's there's different levels of the structure. The first structure, you know, the structures could be so there's different levels, right? You know, the the first is kind of like the story itself, the structure of the story, how the story is is told, and how the what the story is about, and stuff like this. Like there's the like that level, but then the structure goes into there's there's a lot of things holding the structure up. There's a lot of significance that you're given to things, and, and a lot of significance that you're not giving to things. And you can become very aware of that. I guess that's part of the second level. So I guess it's just two levels. But um, you know, that's kind of like the meta story. You're becoming aware of the story. You're becoming meta upon the story. Right? Um, and so what you literally have to learn how to do is go counter to this and, be, and become aware of these assumptions. Like, why am I focused on this but not that? And things like this. And, and start to... Become aware of the assumptions that are underpinning this, if possible, uh, and and slash or or both, uh, questioning and looking for these assumptions or both, right? Looking for the uh, question, questioning the story. Like, is this actually true? Like, can I actually like disprove this by passing this test? Can I disprove this by studying so much that I actually pass the test? Um, and things like this, right? Because we have to kind of go counter to the story. We have to stop taking these thoughts and emotions seriously. We have to stop listening to them. Because the problem, it's the freaky element of this as well is that... There's a lot of interesting bias around this as well. Uh, I want to go deeper into this whole experiential bias element that I've been kind of going into with this the episode that I did called Everybody's Wrong, but me understanding um, bias by looking at experience. And I want to go into that in another episode as well, going deeper into this because there's a lot of elements to the bias element. But <clears throat> we can become aware of these cherry-picked elements, which is kind of going counter to, to the thoughts, counter to the emotions, which creates a, a new story, a story that, that takes into account the meta story and becomes aware of the meta story as well and becoming both story and meta story at once. And so they're both, oh, you're both, you're, you're now aware of both. Rather than the meta story being behind the scenes, you're not aware of it, you're now aware of it. And you can now influence it because you now understand the meta story. You see the meta story in its entirety. But if you don't see the meta story in its entirety and you don't see where this is coming from, where the meta story is even coming from in some ways, you can't fix it. You can't understand what's happening. You, can, you won't be able to um, 
deal with it. Because you're not deconstructing it. And you're not, and so and and then you're not going counter to the thoughts and emotions um, that you're having about whatever it is. Um, and so, basically, it's about differentiating experience. And we can we can try to do this right now. Um, as well, I mean, this is this is just gonna be like a test. Uh, this is gonna be looking different depending on this this story and depending on what it is that you're uh, looking at within the story. But like the way that this works with me, the way that I usually do this, it's not absolutely linear. This is not gonna be absolutely how I do it, but this is kind of like the basics of how I do it, right? So I look at I I might have a thought. Let's go back to the test thought because it's. Um, something we've already already talked about, unless and so thought was, I'm gonna fail this test, and so let's say the story gets into that and goes like, oh yeah, you're right, I'm I'm gonna fail you to this test. I'm such a failure. I'm such a loser. I'm such a bad person. You know this kind of stuff. So what you have to literally do is become aware of the meta story, and you can ask the question, why. Do I take this? Why why am I put, putting so much significance on this thought of failing the test? Why do I why do I agree with this thought? What is causing me to agree with this thought? And become aware. Become aware of your your, your experience, because a lot of this is become a, a behind the scenes, but you're not aware of it because it's your awareness. Your um, awareness is only focused on the surface level. You know, I've talked about this idea. Before, on an episode called "Awareness is Not Enough," you know, a lot of people, a lot of teachers, want to tell you that the 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 answer to all your problems is just become aware, become aware of the now. It's like no, that's not, that's not actually the answer. I mean, that, I mean that's important. That's that's useful. Don't get me wrong, but like, it's not as simple. It's just only become aware of the now, because well, most people's levels of awareness is is very uh, unskilled. Because, like, there's so much that's behind the scenes that you're not aware of. Yeah, it's actually really fucking crazy. It's so, it's very crazy to me. Like, there's so much behind the scenes that you're not aware of. That it could literally fill an, an entire fucking uh, encyclopedia and book combined. All of them. Every every book and encyclopedia, um, and things like this, and of course you could do this with a book as well, because there's meta levels as well involved in this. But like, <clears throat> and so you ask this question, like, what, why do I pay significance to this, but not another thought, right? I might have had another thought before this, but why didn't I pay this significance? And your mind will give me an ex- an excuse, an assumption, and so you go, okay. So let's say your your mind's uh, excuse or thought in, uh, about this is, well, you know, I, I failed before. I've, I've always been a failure. Okay, why? Why do I think this? What's causing me to really think this? And you have to go beyond, a little bit beyond the thoughts, a little bit. I mean, you, you can listen to the thoughts, but you have to go beyond the thoughts to 
may be the past. Because the truth about your mind that most people aren't aware of is that your mind is actually only past. You can't actually know the present moment. Awareness knows the present moment, but you don't know the present moment as a mind. And whenever the mind starts commenting on something that happened, that thing just happened. So the mind only knows past. And so you have to become aware of something that may have happened in the past that caused this. Um, That's where normal psychology goes and then they stop. They stop like right there. But my uh, thinking goes a little bit beyond this where now I say, okay, now you find you path, you find this moment, you find these different elements, and then you go, okay, so is there anything that can counter this? Anything that happened in the past that counters this? And anything at all? Um this is what I mean by going counter to the story. We're creating a new story. We're creating a new experience. Because the freaky thing too about experience is that, you know, usually when people think of experience, they think of like you experience something, you know, like the from the outside world. Like you experience wind, you experience things, but you don't actually think something that creates experience. Like you don't think that thinking would create experience. But it does. And so what you have to literally have to do is go beyond just the original thought, find a new thought based in experience as much as possible, based based on counter evidence. <clears throat> Creating and and by doing that, you can create a new experience. Create new significance to this experience. Uh, but you have to become aware of that you have to you have to make it believable within yourself as well. This is important. Uh, you can't just like uh, say something that you're not going to believe. Like, oh, you're right. I'm, I'm always a success. I'm always super confident. That's where a lot of like the law of attraction and of affirmation people kind of fail because you have to make it believable within yourself. If it's not believable, you're not going to listen. You're not going to agree. And you're going to go back to the original thought, which is I'm a failure. I fail this test. I fail everything. Um, right? And so you have to look uh, at some moment in the past where you succeeded at something. And then you go, and then you create a new story that says, well... Sometimes I do fail because you do have to include that because your mind, what, what, what will happen too is you'll, you'll say this thing like, oh yeah, you're, uh, I'm wrong about this. I always succeed. I'm confident. And then what your mind's going to do is say, well, you failed this one time. Remember this? Remember this when you failed this as well and you failed that and you that and that and that? It'll just give you these different examples. <coughs> <coughs> because... Um, it's already given significance to these negative events. And so what you have to do, do instead is kind of go like, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, I fail. I fail sometimes, but 
There's times where I fail. Remember this event, and remember that, that event, and that event, and that event. You know, you just have to keep thinking of events. And maybe you have to create new events. Um, but you have to doubt. But I have to, but you have to create doubt first. Like, oh, well, maybe that's wrong. You know, maybe I can create a new experience where that's not true. Like, there's things where I've succeeded, even if it's something very small. Like, it doesn't have to be very, very, very big. Like, usually the mind tries to think of these, like, huge things. Like, oh, I failed at, like, uh, doing this huge fucking thing. Like, it's it's often, it's really fucking weird. Like, it's, it's not really anything very small. I mean, sometimes it is. And there there are things around this when it comes to, like, relationships. But, like... It gets into things that are really big. Like, oh, I failed this really big test that that would have been like 80% of my grade or something. Uh, and that's not, a, it's not unimportant, but it's giving it so much significance that it becomes even larger when it's on reality within its own experience. Because thoughts, in some ways, do create experience. Um... The experience isn't absolutely correct, but it's it creates a seeming experience, right? It creates the uh, feeling of something that may not work. May, it may not be true, but it, it creates that experience anyways. Uh, and so you have to kind of go counter to that and go like, oh, well, when was there a time when I succeeded at something? I remember this, I remember that, you know, this kind of thing, right? Um, and this is basically just kind of undoing the negative aspects of your story, the aspects that are causing these problems. Uh, but usually what I find is that there's no balance with this. Like, um, you're either like, you, you had these groups that are just like absolute positivity all the time. Like, oh, I, I'm always a success. You know, they give you these affirmations. Like, I'm a success. I'm a perfect person. I'm... And it's like, that's not realistic to the mind. And your mind knows that's unrealistic. Because, I mean, there's obvious moments where, you, where you're going to fail or something. And so your mind's going to tell you that. And it's going to kind of put a damper on those affirmations. And so you have to make it realistic for your mind as much as you, you possibly can while going counter to your mind at the same time as much as possible. Um, and by that, you can basically undo the original story and creating a new story, keeping in mind the meta story behind this new story. Um, Uh, I might I might go into this in another episode, but <clears throat> a lot of people get kind of conf uh, get kind of stuck in this idea of like being hyper logical, like oh, people need to become more logical. Logic is the answer to everything, and it's like that's actually not true. What I've become very aware of is that logic, reason, is actually used to to try to justify something to yourself or another person. And that it's not actually um, this absolute thing that people think it is. Like, 
where they're like, oh, your people need to become more logical. They need to become re- more reasonable and more calm and this kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't disagree with it. Uh, but really, logic is, is kind of like second order. Uh, in a sense where it's it's justifying something that just happened. Rather than being the thing that actually caused the thing that just, just happened, right? Uh, this kind of thing. But in the same token, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being logical. I think it's important to be logical. Although, as long as you're aware of the med- um, the meta logic behind the logic, if that makes any sense. Uh, that's in the episode as well. Uh, but that's that's what we're doing here. We're we're also becoming aware of the meta logic behind the story. <clears throat> but uh, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode. It is a bit longer than I was expecting, but. <coughs> it's important to talk about this and it's important to kind of do an episode on this and I'm glad I managed to, to make it as explicit as I did so that others can listen to it and kind of like do this experiment with themselves you know but you may not believe me at first you're not going to be, you're probably not going to believe what I'm telling you if you haven't done something similar before if if you probably listen to other episodes that I've done, you probably and um, that are similar, you're probably like, yeah, that makes sense. But like, if you're new, you're gonna be like, no, nah, this is dumb or whatever. For the most part, right? And so you have to do this just to try it as much as possible. Uh, remembering the the point about being as realistic to the mind as possible while still going counter to it, um, or at least the original it. And then working from that point in this kind of stuff, right? But you have to try it first. You can't just like go like, oh, you're talking from nonsense, David. You're so dumb. And you know, that's 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 the mind again. That's trying to confuse you. It's trying to make you do not do this because it's it's giving significance to your thoughts and emotions again. <clears throat> Of course, we're still giving significance to your thoughts and emotions with this practice, but we're coming, we're becoming aware of it. We're we're noticing it, and then we're changing it. But we're still becoming aware that there's still significance in the in this process. So, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you in the next one.